it's Harinda here, Holistic Life Coach, helping you to bring peace and balance back into your life. Overwhelm. I bet you've been there. The times when you've almost been immobilised by having too much to do and too little time to do it in. I know I have, very many times in fact, especially when I was younger. Life is a constant juggling act for all of us and every now and again we're faced with the fear that we have more on our plates than we can handle. Now, I think I can speak for everyone when I say that there's nothing worse than that sickening feeling that arises when you think the intensity of your thoughts and emotions is about to get the better of you. There's a sense of being out of control, as though you're unequipped to handle not only what you have to do, but how you feel as well. So what triggers such feelings? Like everything, it can be different for different people. Some people find they're more prone to this type of anxiety due to inherent personality traits, while for others it may be triggered by specific situations or life events. Common causes of overwhelm include insufficient time to complete tasks, sleep deprivation, excessive career demands, relationship problems, underlying physical or mental health conditions, financial difficulties, life transitions such as buying a house or having a baby, the death of a loved one, and shock and trauma experienced either in the past or recently. Now if you're prone to getting overwhelmed, or it's something that you're struggling with right now, here are nine things that you can do to alleviate that horrible feeling. Number one, take a moment to be still and just to breathe. Now when you first notice the uncomfortable symptoms of anxiety, a rapid heart rate, shortness of breath, an inability to focus or think clearly, take a moment to be still. Literally, stop what you're doing and stand or sit still. I know this sounds counterintuitive, especially if pressure is building and deadlines are looming, but being still even for a few moments will help you to calm your mind and your body. Now you probably know that there's a real and direct link between the length, depth and pace of your breath and your state of mind. When we're feeling stressed or anxious we tend to take shallow, rapid breaths. But when we're in a state of relaxation our breathing is naturally slower and more rhythmic. Now that's why when you feel overwhelmed it's a good idea to give yourself a few moments to consciously deepen and slow down your breath. Now you want to deliberately extend the length of your outbreath. This will automatically encourage your body to stop producing stress hormones and trigger the body's natural relaxation response instead. Number two, change overwhelm-inducing thoughts. Now despite popular belief, overwhelm is rarely caused by external events. As with most things in life, it's seldom what's happening that overwhelms us, but how we interpret it mentally and emotionally. Thoughts of being out of control, unpredictability and uncertainty are usually at the heart of feelings of overwhelm. It's the unrealistic or unreasonable thoughts that we have that cause us to feel stress. That's why it's really important to pay attention to what we're telling ourselves and learn to create healthier, more helpful thoughts. Now for example, if you have a long list of actions on your to-do list for the day and you find yourself thinking, oh my goodness, I'm never going to get all this done. 
you're more likely to experience distress and anxiety because such thoughts naturally trigger a stress response and stop you from problem solving and taking action. If instead you engage in more constructive thoughts such as It seems overwhelming for me right now, but if I break it down into smaller parts, it may be more doable. I may not get it all done today, but you know what? I'm going to do my best. I know I'm feeling overwhelmed right now, but if I take a break, I may feel differently about this when I return. Now you'll find that your feelings will start to shift towards a more empowered state, which will allow you to take the next step and get on with what you have to accomplish. If you're prone to negative thinking, then question your thoughts. They are not real. Your thoughts are not real. Now I remember when I was first told this, I was a little shocked. What do you mean they're not real? Well, just as you created the negative thought, you have the power to create a positive one. A powerful way to dispute dysfunctional thinking is to notice when you begin to feel anxious Then identify the thought that caused that physiological reaction and ask yourself, in what ways might this thought be inaccurate, unreasonable or unhelpful? Reflect on how you can think about the situation more realistically and see if you can generate alternative thoughts that will lead to more positive emotions and behaviour. Then practice thinking those thoughts for a few moments. The fact is that your mind can't tell the difference between what is real and what is imagined. It will simply accept whatever you are thinking. Therefore, your mind will accept an alternative positive thought just as readily as it latched onto the negative one. Now, one of my favourite mantras when I'm feeling overwhelmed is I've got nothing to do, nowhere to go, no one to see, none of this really matters. I simply lie to myself out loud. And you know what? It works every time because I instantly begin to feel calm. Now try this trick and see how quickly it changes how you feel. Number three, shift your energy. Now if you struggle to control your thoughts when you're feeling overwhelmed, try doing something that changes your immediate environment or creates some physical movement instead. For example, if you're feeling anxious, go for a quick walk or do 10 minutes of yoga. If you're feeling stressed and teary, call a friend and have a laugh. If you feel yourself sinking into a negative place within yourself, put on some motivational music that lifts your mood, or do some free-form dancing. Do something that changes your energy, and you'll find that you can keep those overwhelmed feelings at bay. Now, if you haven't already got one, head on over to my website and get yourself a copy of my ebook, Feel Good Now. 21 Easy and Natural Ways to Lift Your Mood. There's a link in the show notes. Number four, change your multitasking mindset. Now I used to think multitasking was a skill and I would often boast, mostly to my husband, that I was a brilliant multitasker. I could do lots of things at the same time and I thought it made me highly efficient. Well, I was wrong. Multitasking is a myth. Studies have shown that no one can do multiple things at the same time. If you think you're cooking dinner, listening to a podcast and helping a child with her homework and doing each activity well, you are mistaken. In actual fact, your brain is constantly switching from one task to the other and then back again. This is exhausting. Not only does it deplete your mental energy, it's also likely to increase your stress levels. Now it's far better to focus on one task at a time and give it your full attention. 
Now you're more likely to get the job done quicker and to a higher standard than if you try to do several things at once. Number five, set realistic goals. That's great to aim high, but if you're always aiming too high when setting your to-do list for the day and inevitably fall short of completing it, you're repeatedly left feeling A, like a failure, and B, overwhelmed because you've given yourself too much to do. Some of us seem to forget that there are only 24 hours in a day and grossly overschedule our time. Now, when organising your day, roughly estimate how long tasks will take and set ambitious but realistic goals. You can do anything, but not everything, and certainly not everything all at once. Also, allow yourself some flexibility so that you can adjust your expectations if some things take longer than you originally anticipated. And number six, action a few quick and easy items first. When you have a lot to do, traditional management wisdom suggests prioritising the most important things and getting those done first. But if you're prone to overwhelm, it can help if you start by quickly getting a few of the simplest tasks out of the way first. Managing overwhelm really means learning to manage your mind. So if you're able to shorten your terrifying to-do list, you'll feel better because it will feel like you're making rapid progress. This will not only keep the anxiety at bay, but also incentivize you to continue as you get into the flow of taking productive action. Number seven, cull or postpone anything that doesn't really need doing. I'm not sure how or why so many of us have acquired the belief that everything on our task list has to be done right now. It's very unhelpful, especially when it comes to overwhelm. Now, if you take a really honest look at what you have to do, it's highly likely that you will find things that can be postponed until another day with no consequences whatsoever. For example, if you don't respond to a friend's email straight away or change the bed sheets for another day, it's hardly going to spell disaster. Go through each item on your list and ask yourself what would happen if you didn't get it done today. Now, more often than not, the answer to this question is nothing. You should be able to cross out a good chunk of your to-do list by answering this question or at least reduce the sense of urgency and pressure. Number eight, ask for help. Now I have a strong independent streak in my personality so it took me a long time to figure out that I didn't actually have to do everything by myself all of the time. I could ask for help. I could delegate. I could lean on people. Now, if the people in your life love, care for, and or respect you, chances are they will want to help you out if you bother asking. Now, as long as you ask for help in a clear and considerate way, you'll be surprised how family, friends, colleagues, neighbours, and even acquaintances will be willing to step in and give you a hand. Asking for help every now and again doesn't mean that you're incapable, it simply means that you need more resources to deal with your load. If you ask politely and give people the option of saying no in the event that they can't or don't want to help, then there's no need to feel guilty about asking. They're making their own decision to help or not, and it's not a reflection on you. In fact, what you're doing is creating a warmer, more open-hearted connection with those around you by allowing them to share in your life. And finally, number nine, get a sense of perspective. Now it's so easy to get completely stressed out about a deadline at work, an unfinished personal project, the laundry pile, or the fact that you might have to grab a takeaway instead of cooking. 
But remember, life is long and beautiful, and this is just one busy period, one busy day, and like every other day, it will pass. Now I'm presuming you have a roof over your head, access to food and water, clothes on your back, a few friends to lean on, a family member or two who love you, a favourite book, holiday plans and future dreams. Now if you don't get through your entire to-do list today, it will be okay. Life will continue and you'll get another chance to start over. Now focus on the one thing that you have to do right now and remind yourself of what really matters. Most of the pressure we put ourselves under is self-inflicted and quite frankly needless. Now I find that being overwhelmed every now and again does me good because it forces me to rethink my priorities and increase my level of self-care. Now at those times I like to reflect on what the author and behavioural scientist Steve Maraboli has said, and I quote, I promise you nothing is as chaotic as it seems. Nothing is worth diminishing your health. Nothing is worth poisoning yourself into stress, anxiety and fear. Unquote. It really isn't worth it for things that at the end of the day really aren't that important. So, learn to put your own needs first and take good care of yourself because we both know that if you don't, no one else will. Bye for now.